Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, May 5th. The 2024 Republican presidential race is kicking into a new gear as Ron DeSantis readies to launch. Today is a big day in the 2024 Republican presidential race, and that is because the Florida legislative session comes to a close today. And Ron DeSantis has always circled today on the calendar as the day in which he will start dealing with a potential announcement as a presidential candidate. He was not going to get into it, he had said, until this legislative session was over. So it's important as a timing item because the window now opens for Donald Trump's most substantial challenger, according to all the polling, to actually get in this race and become a candidate. It is also important because of the substance accomplished by Ron DeSantis over the last 60 days with his friendly Republican legislature. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, what are you going to do You know, if you actually get in office? Are you going to lead? Um, are you going to deal with issues that are out there? Um, or are you going to kind of rest on your laurels? And I think that this legislature said, um, you know, we're going to tackle all these issues, we're going to take all the meat off the bone, and we are going to deliver results for the people of Florida. So thank you all for your great effort. DeSantis has been using this session to tee up conservative victory after conservative victory that almost will read like a pamphlet he can hand out in Iowa and New Hampshire as he embarks upon a likely presidential campaign. So let's recap what the Florida legislature was able to pass in this session. On abortion and gun control, two very potent national political issues, abortions in Florida will be banned after six weeks with limited exceptions, and permits and training will not be required to carry a concealed gun in public. On education and gender-affirming care policies, transgender children won't be able to get gender-affirming treatment, nor can transgender teachers use their preferred pronouns at school. It's easier now to flag books to be pulled off school shelves. Plus, it's harder for teachers' unions to organize and keep members. On his feud with Disney, the state Senate passed a bill that would allow the DeSantis-appointed board to review and void previous land agreements in the state. Here was DeSantis today touting what may be one of his proudest accomplishments when it comes to parents' rights. You know, this all started, of course, uh, with our parents' rights bill. And the most important thing about all this is that we won the fight about parents' rights. We won the fight this legislative session to pass great legislation that conflicted with the woke agenda, and and we did not see uh, any opposition mounted. And his Republican allies in the state, House and Senate also cleared the way for DeSantis to run for president without resigning as governor and voted to shield his travel records from public disclosure. But DeSantis didn't get everything he wanted out of the session. Today, he said he got about 99% of what he was looking for. Lawmakers softened his proposed crackdown on illegal immigration by eliminating provisions that block undocumented students from being able to pay in-state tuition. And the lawmakers did not pass a bill 
that would make it easier to sue media organizations for libel. DeSantis said there's more work to do there ahead. So as for taking all of these legislative victories on the road in the context of a presidential campaign, well, of course, the governor was asked today about his 2024 plans, and here was his latest answer. I've always said that we're going to see this through, and that's what we're going to do. You know, what happens uh, in the future? Look, people will, will, will get on that relatively soon. I mean, there's just, you know, you either got to put up or shut up on that as well. So, so we'll see. I think the thing that most of you guys should know about me is the chatter is just not something that I, I worry about. I don't bother. Most of the stuff that happens in the political sphere is trying to knock you off course. Next week, DeSantis resumes his political travel with visits to Wisconsin, Illinois, and Iowa. It still may be a few weeks before DeSantis becomes a formal candidate. But if he gets in as expected, he'll be getting in after suffering some reputational damage over the last couple months. The onslaught of attacks from Trump and his allies, both rhetorically and on the airwaves, and the growing concern among some donors and Republican activists that perhaps he doesn't have what it takes to defeat Donald Trump. As an official candidate, DeSantis will have to work to assuage those concerns pretty quickly. Meanwhile, the investigations and cases involving former President Donald Trump are heating up. A Washington, D.C. jury found four Proud Boys guilty of seditious conspiracy for trying to thwart the peaceful transfer of presidential power on January 6, 2021. And those verdicts on Thursday only add to the big question that hangs over the 2024 election. How much of the 2020 election aftermath will impact Trump legally and politically? Trump's denied any wrongdoing in all of the legal issues he faces. We're still awaiting charging decisions from the DA in Fulton County, Georgia. And the special counsel, Jack Smith, is looking into everything that led up to January 6th. Smith's also investigating whether Trump mishandled classified documents by keeping them at Mar-a-Lago and obstructed justice when the government asked for them back. CNN's current reporting indicates that investigation, the document investigation, is gaining steam, with two top Trump organization executives appearing before the grand jury yesterday. Multiple sources familiar with the investigation tell CNN questions are being raised about the handling of Mar-a-Lago surveillance footage. And this is all as Donald Trump prepares for his first primetime presidential town hall in this campaign, which is now nearly six months in the making. Former President Trump will be appearing on CNN on Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. On the Democratic side of the 2024 ledger, President Joe Biden is about 10 days into his re-election campaign now and already has some ads hitting the airwaves in six critical battleground states, including Michigan. My colleague Jeff Zeleny spoke to voters in Grand Rapids, Michigan, to get their thoughts on Biden's re-election bid, if that message is selling, and if their answers reflect what polling is telling us about how the nation feels about Joe Biden. I think we need a new generation of leaders. I think we need uh, people with fresh ideas. I personally only voted for him as a way to um, debunk um, Trump. I really thought our democracy was in jeopardy and wanted someone else. You hear people say age is just a number um, until 
God takes him home and he has the strength right now to do what he needs to be doing for the country. It looks much better than I expected it to. But what can I say? I'm 80 years old myself, so uh, he's one of my people. The bottom line of what Zeleny found seems to be that the bet that President Biden and his team are making, that whatever antipathy may exist among Democrats about the 80-year-old incumbent seeking a second term, really gets mitigated by the fact that Donald Trump is the clear Republican frontrunner right now and is seen as the worst choice if it is indeed a Biden versus Trump matchup. Whether or not Donald Trump maintains that hold on the Republican Party and actually emerges as the nominee may have more to do with Joe Biden's chances at re-election in 2024 than anything Joe Biden himself can do. And that's a pretty tricky position for an incumbent to be in. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Steve Lichtai is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Fez Jamil is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe, Taylor Galgano, and Camille Knight. We'll be back Monday.